Hello and welcome to Campaign Comrades, your favorite leftist gaming podcast. I'm your host, Ben, and with me as always are my co-hosts. I'm Mike. Going on, it's Matt. Hello, it's Andrew. What's up, guys? How has your gaming week been? Zero to non-gaming. I tried playing a little R- bit of Pokemon. RIP to, to the lad. Having yeah. real, real, real world stuff. You know, butting in. That's uh we we, we yeah, hate to I, see it. And I was trying to play uh Pokemon on my Switch as I fell night night last night. Mm-hmm. And uh it was dead. Oh, switch on your face. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no, it was just dead and the charger wasn't close by. So I went from like the twenty percent till I got the you know low battery warning two minutes into my gaming and went to bed. So bad. Sad. You hate to see. Starting it. off with the sad story. Real, real nighttime gaming is about holding the Steam Deck over your head, and <laughs> that's, then wow. that's w- playing waking with fire. up to it crushing your septum. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's a chunky <laughs> boy. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, no, I would never play overhead in bed with that thing. I always play on my side, <laughs> and slowly feel my left arm go to sleep. Yeah, just particularly with all the, the, the money part. you you just spent on new glasses that's a recipe for cracked cracked frames just i actually don't play with glasses in bed because my close vision is good enough that i can get away with it you're just melting i'm your surprised brain in, your, in your corneas yeah just to just yeah, yeah having it literally three <laughs> inches away from away. your face no like I, I can see the screen sure. from about here sure. you may <laughs> have you may have at least in one eye worse vision than me but like my my actual uh you know near versus far i think is worse because i can literally only see clearly that like and yeah now the list, rain listeners, is I'm, yeah. I'm like if i was trying to read a book it would face. have to be up here but like just to like see a screen and like uh, it's just shapes. through some combat it's just, it's just shapes to me uh, uh, you know further <laughs> away from that it's just all shapes and lines uh but yeah i uh i have like been taking every opportunity i can whether in stream in somebody else's stream and all, all the the gaming discords i'm a part of so of course i'm going to take the opportunity here on pod to talk about and in rave and rave about how uh how just absolutely uh taken and smitten i have become with <laughs> mario plus the new mario plus rabbits it like pains me to say it but I actually like the some of the rabid characters. They are actually some of the. Uh, what I'll put in squ- scare quotes writing because it's not like there's like full voice acting or oh, narration and like that type of stuff. But like there there is an entire role dedicated to rabid dialogue, sir. There is just I mean like the, you get like the they've got like catchphrases and stuff. But Mike, you would love it just for for uh, rabid Mario alone. He is Italian excellence at work. Nice. Rabid Luigi fucking sucks. He's he's yeah, shitty. I've played him in the the first game and he's got some he's, he's got some dud. like good he's got some good gameplay purposes, but uh yeah. in terms of the actual character, he's he's just a fucking nerd. He has no actual characterization whatsoever. But uh but I take uh, offense to that, sir. Nerd power. When I don't know, he he's just like he's very bland um he, i wouldn't yeah i guess wouldn't even call him a nerd it's just very very bland Dork. whereas R- rabid mario is more italian than regular mario like whenever he's Fantastic. about to take whenever he's about to take a hit he's got several several like catchphrases but it's oh take it easy <laughs> oh you 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 are on my list <laughs> like he makes these like really these uh, channeling like 1980s ta- live action <laughs> mario 
Yeah. <laughs> Your Italian went a little German there. I'm in my. I, I was hearing more French, but. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Folks at home will know I'm not great with accents. Um, well, we we all know the truth is that Italians aren't real. They don't have an actual. <laughs> They're like birds. They are made up by the government. Just like birds. They were created to oppress a group of people from a country we don't know about. <laughs> but I have, I like, was, I was fairly, uh, you know, optimistic that I was going to like it. I just have been so surprised with how much I'm enjoying it. The the gameplay is unique enough in in turn based stuff. Like it's not like an explicit say like initiative based turn system where you know you've got a certain stat or whatever that's compared to all the enemies and your party that you know has your order like that it is broken into you know like a hero and enemy phase that's not necessarily unique but then in your hero phase what i find so freeing and mike you've played a little bit of kingdom battle so i don't know if this Mm -hmm. is similar if it's similar, they expand upon it through the kind of free freer radial movement versus grid based movement. Mm-hmm. But like there's the fact that like you so you have the hero phase. It's not that you have to like each character has to go and do all their actions and then you move to the next one. You can swap hot swap yep. in between each one and, and it just leaves you open to so many, uh you know, creative avenues for, you know, yeah, that's in the play. original. Yeah, I, I'm not surprised that 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 is a is a holdover, and I it's, and, it's one of my favorite parts of it. Yeah, because be you can really very you can, dynamic, and it's particularly with the how you're you're not locked into it's how they lock in movement is like you have your free radial, you know, distance, and you can move as far as you want and be keep moving actively within it. You only stop moving once you take your main shoot or like attack action. And then that might be different than yeah. Uh, and then obviously you're locked into it whenever you end your turn, whenever like you end the the hero phase. Um, but so it's like you can move your in like they have the whole the new the new uh, team jump thing. It's very cool. satisfying to do a team jump with Mario and then you know do a like a Goomba stomp yeah. uh, as you come down <laughs> to do extra damage. It's very the fun. jumping and like uh, sliding and that was like one of my favorite parts of the the original. Yeah, it's it's very dynamic. It uh, you have a you have a lot of freedom to be creative because it's like you'll move move around. You know, Peach is hilarious. Peach is the tank. Peach is the team tank, which is just a great choice in my opinion. She's a tank with an absolute nuke of a weapon. Her she's got a gunbrella, basically. It's called something oh, else, nice. but it's just it's her umbrella. It's got a fucking big ass cannon on the top. <laughs> and so she. If anyone has played Smash, they know that. Uh, it's almost impossible to fucking kill Peach. Yeah, Peach mains are OP. How many guns does Mario have? He's got his dual pistols. He's got he's got dual pistols that he you know. He's he's a true gunslinger in this one, um, but there are you know there's each I've been impressed with how each different character has unique uh, a unique playset and you know build potentials and have different uses and so. When you're taking in what the mission objective is, you're going to be, you know, it really encourages swapping. You're not just sticking with the same, in this case, it's three party members, the whole game. You know, you're really encouraged to swap characters out, experiment, use different things. Then you have the further customization with the spark 
mechanic things that give you things like elemental attacks or extra buffs or different stuff like that and it's it's really fun but so it's like yeah peach you'll 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 move her around do her like special ability aura where you know she makes everybody invincible for a couple hits then you know you move her you move her up you know she fucking nukes some people with her big ass gun and you know it's just it's very creative and i've found myself enjoying it a lot i'm i'm like eight or almost 10 hours in and i like just got to the second world i'm like i've the only reason i haven't 100 percent i didn't 100 percent the first uh planet in terms of quests mm-hmm. i've got i had one side quest that like you are absolutely you cannot complete in the first planet because you have to have a certain number of sparks to unlock it and you can you can't get that many on the first planet so you're encouraged to come back there's these other things that based on other abilities you get like the we saw in the trailers like the scanning thing um i don't have that yet either that's locked so i can't do those things yet but like i've just been really enjoying and just trying to get as much content out of out of it as possible and I d- I just did not expect to like it this much. I am a big turn-based fan, you know. We know this at this point, but I have just been uh, constantly surprised how much I'm enjoying it. Even with some of the reported uh technological struggles that the the Switch is experiencing with it. You know, it's it chugs a little bit at times. There's some pop in here and there. Um so yeah, some frame drops. But it's still really fun. I enjoy it a lot. Eight-year-old CPU on a <laughs> five-year-old hardware. It's uh, it's it's a trooper. It's a real trooper. Um, but yeah, it can it can't compete with you know the the current gen stuff and uh, kind of like it's. I a, mean, a, from from just a side point here, like I don't think people understand how large a a, a switch would have to be to be on par with a ps5 right yeah you'd have to you'd have to do something like where you sacrifice uh you know fidelity and stuff in handheld mode and then you can like get it beefed up by when you when you dock it or you something. would basically need to have an external gpu dock yeah that you yeah, would yeah. plug it into to get like more beef out of it yeah exactly so like you'd, you'd be sacrificing something along the lines of uh most likely uh battery life sure because that's the thing that makes the thing thick with three C's. Yeah, real <laughs> chonky. But yeah, uh, the uh the current the current console market, that's a decent enough transition into our first thing today. We've got some some Sony uh exclusive yeah. news coming along. But before that, uh, you know, Mike was pointing out before we started recording that uh we're seeing more and more uh consoles more and more ps5s in the wild we're seeing amazon is doing some weird thing with uh now opening it up to like their reservation style thing they like many other many other places would have you know limited drops you know like you have like they would announce things here and there and and you'd have to like you know wait into a queue but now it's like it was like what Sony was doing themselves a while back, you know, doing, uh, mm. you know, you, you put your put your name up for, you know, to hopefully get a slot and they will, you know, email you if you're if you're one of the lucky few. But Matt, you said um, you've, you got the golden ticket. I, I'm still wild. mad about that fucking program. I have spent I was a loyal subscriber to every PlayStation service for like 
over years, years. And yeah. I still don't think I've ever gotten an email to fucking buy one through them. Those pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah. Did All you right, have a PSV to TV? Hmm? Hmm? Okay, no, I didn't have that. But that's the, do you yeah, have a PS Vita? Hmm? That's the real <laughs> real Sony pony, huh? Yeah, o- only PS Vita <laughs> owners actually like that was in the fine print. You you had to have had a PS Vita you had to be a Sony order. sicko. Yeah, in, in you order had to have to at least a hundred hours on a PS Vita account. <laughs> Other, otherwise, your name just went right into the shredder. Just bloop. But yeah, you were saying uh, I've seen PS fives out in the wild at walmarts and i've seen on the internet that i'm not the only one who has seen ps5s in walmarts out in the wild like they're stocking up for a uh nature is healing yeah, yeah. exactly Stock, stocking up for holidays you know brandon is america is resurging it's uh <laughs> it's coming back we're we're gonna have yeah, a, gas uh, has gone up 30 cents in a week we'd love to see it um but yeah i uh I still can't believe how I how lucky I was to get mine. I like joined yeah. I joined a queue totally not expecting it and totally not having the money to actually pay for it. Um <laughs> but uh you know we somehow we scraped by. It's like oh shit, it's happening. Yeah. Shout out shout out to the Waltons for for getting me a my my PlayStation. I, was gonna yeah. say, I, I just randomly <laughs> incapable, joined the Best incapable, Buy. Incapable of criticizing it up at them the right now. time. <laughs> exactly because, because they've allowed me to game uh yeah they're how they t- treat their employees their massive hoarding of wealth you know it's it's all fine yeah completely cool with, <laughs> cool with me now uh, i see nothing once wrong something here. benefits me it's okay yes yeah uh but yeah the the so this week in news was a little bit kind of all over the place we had some kind of some you know general kind of story threads to follow and we will we'll give it a shot but the the first kind of thing that was really approaching and we've talked we've you know anybody who's anybody who's in remotely interested in gaming knows that you know imminently approaching it'll be like less than a week from when this episode or it'll be like a few days from when this episode airs uh, God of War Ragnarok is rapidly approaching. The release is coming. We're getting more and more insights into you the game. You hear the Viking drums in the background? Uh, yeah, I hear Valhalla calling me. The Valkyries are coming to take me away. Uh, the We're getting all sorts of stuff. More first impressions are starting to trickle out. I'm sure the with everything with how good everything is sounding, I'm sure the review embargo is is soon to lift and we'll actually be getting. If I remember um, correctly, it lifts about a week early, which is a great sign. You know, you you never yeah. want to, you never I mean, want that, that shows confidence. Yeah, you never want it to be, you know, like a couple days before. That's bad news. The day after, uh, uh, I I think we covered this on a recent Uncut Comrades stream. Folks, check us out live at Campaign Comrades on Twitch. Um, but there was an un a series of unintentional leaks hitting the web of god of war ragnarok uh some some poor schlub some poor uh journalist with a review code uh forgot to unlink their their twitter account to their their playstation capture thing because like whenever you hit achievements or whatever it can automatically push those achievements to your Twitter account with with screenshots and clips and all that. So it's just people like we're just melting down over all the this shit hitting hitting the web, which was interesting to me that I'm surprised I didn't 
see any spoilers uh without even having to do any uh any any culling or like you know putting in you know like updating the band words list and that kind of stuff because all i was seeing was just people talking about the leaks i didn't see anything about the leaks i didn't actually see the the any of the footage itself so i, re- I remain on santa monica rolled the the men in black out yeah they scrubbed that shit yeah i, got, I i've been neuralized but we have seen some really like everything that we're seeing is really, really good and really encouraging, you know, hearing a lot about, you know, technical advances that are being made. Possible I'm excited for fat hardware. Yeah. Anybody, anybody who is, uh, who complains about mythologically accurate Thor is a fucking idiot. <laughs> I was like in, in some other, tw- uh, in some other Twitch and I won't, I won't name names. It's here, the MCU were- brain worms. They were like, yeah, they were just like upset that like is like, like they were just, the reaching the copium was so strong. They're just like, oh, if he's if he was mythologically accurate, he'd have like pectoral muscles or something. And it's like, <laughs> have you not seen like the actual like say like strongman competitions and shit? Yeah. It's like yeah. all of them are just like huge are just huge, very large people ah, with like, they've, yeah, they've got the they've got the power gut. You know, I was like, gonna say as, as someone who's played uh, a sport with big strong men. In the collegiate level like there's lots of those dudes who you look at you're like oh he's just fucking enormous yeah and it's like he's the god of feasting and revelry and and yeah. you know all this stuff so it's just i don't know it speaks to some some ignorance into some you know but he needs to look like chris hemsworth yeah it's stupid <laughs> but not from that one time when he was fat when they put him in a fat suit yeah r.i.p yeah. <laughs> uh it's i don't know it's stupid i'm i'm i think he looks good i think he looks menacing i think it looks uh, yeah i mean i think i think all the people who are like twisted about that are going to immediately become untwisted the second that thor uh smacks daddy around with the hammer (laughs) yeah yeah i don't i don't know what the yeah it's like I, i yeah i should i should be asking all these people okay so what exactly is your ideal uh, you know, mythological uh, representation of Thor. Jane you know, Foster, what... come on, yeah. girl boss. <laughs> I've seen. I I still have yet to punish myself enough to watch don't, the new don't movie. Don't do it. Don't do it. But I have. I've been. It. I have been forced to to see some clips of her shit. I mean, it's not just her. Like the whole thing is bad. But like the whole the movie recent one was, was a clip of her of her doing some you know power move and it was like taste my hammer and it was just the cringiest shit i've ever seen and it was just like i mean yes let's get that bag i guess like uh, yeah nothing nothing on her right. but fuck it was so bad i did i did punish myself i'm not, not that me. much of a pain pig surprised andrew hasn't seen black adam yet oh i'm ready to watch that, that. I, I I can't wait for that. Black Black Adams. <laughs> yeah, he's he's here to save superhero movies. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm really. I've, I mean, we'll get to this. Uh, uh, actually, no, we might as well talk about it now. Uh, Matt and I were having a conversation earlier in the week. It's like Matt was going doing his monthly pre-orders of all this stuff, and it's just I, I'm here. <laughs> I'm I'm putting it down now. There are too many games. There are too many video yes. games. Slow um, the production cycle down. Yeah, make less games so I can actually make them play better. Them. Yeah, four games them, a year. Make them. Make them. Uh, yeah, one make per me, quarter. 
Yeah, make me ache for them, you know. Like I, I, I can't, I can't keep up with this shit. Like, I've got, I'm playing. Monkey's finger curls, and the like world goes into like Holocaust. Yeah, uh, like yeah. nuclear Holocaust. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Be careful what we wish for, I guess. But like, I, I, I've got, let's let's see what I've got like on my, on my radar. I've got once well, so I'm currently playing Sparks of Hope. I want to play, um, the new Plague Tale game there's god of war i want to play the i want to play the the pentiment game when that drops like there's i still have like things i've recently purchased like i still want to play the the last of us part one i was thinking oh yeah i'll play that around halloween time halloween as of time of recording is like two days or like a day or two away you know so it's uh you got time okay Okay, buddy. Uh, there's, there, there are too many games. There are too many games coming out. Oh yeah, Tactics Ogre is one of the ones that you just you just purchased. That's on my list. There's the the Crisis Core game coming out. There are too many games. Too many. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. That one I can at least wait for. November eighteenth. I cannot. I'm so excited. I saw some of the gameplay footage. Ooh, doggy. But uh, is this an open world? Yeah, it's like fully open world in your little like motorcycle lizard. Um, oh, right. Yes. Yeah, they they do. You know, in Arceus, you had a different Pokemon that did different like different running, traversal climbing, mechanics. Fly- yeah. yeah, this one does all of it. Dope. It glides, it jumps, it motorcycles. It sounds like the gamification of Pokemon to me. It sounds like <laughs> you need a skill in multiple Pokemon to do something now that you get for free. Three. I know this. This may be one that that gets me to play. It's been a long time since I've played a Pokemon. Uh, but uh, it's uh, I like you have the, not played a Pokemon. I have not. But uh, <laughs> I've not played any any of the. You don't of know the, the man. You don't know his life. The uh, yeah. It's it's been a long long time since it's like high school. It's like the last time I played a Pokemon game. But uh, yeah, back to God of War quick. There's just uh, lots of good stuff coming out. That, you know, it's saying that it's made a lot of technical advances. That apparently it's going to be more brutal and violent than any of previous than any previous game, which is like cool. That's sweet, good because when on. I think of God of War, I don't think of brutal violence. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm wondering how they can actually up the bar from that. So I think of pacifism. That will that Your would TV really physically t- dies. So that, that that would really shake things up. But yeah, all the stuff you know, say the the gameplay, the story are all being praised, you know, as incredible improvements on the, t- the 2018 game. And the general consensus so far has been that the sequel is meeting expectations and then surpassing them. That you know, it is not. I mean, only I saw I saw like the biggest of baby brain takes that they were like, it looks the same as the old game. Like yeah. all the combat they've shown looks like you could it could have just been in the old game. Like this is like it's a sequel. Like. D- d- <laughs> Do you want them to like change the entire formula for a sequel? And half the shit they showed in the trailer were all new moves and shit. You know, like the the yeah. traversal yeah. is different because you're not tied to basically it's it's story wise. It's because Atreus is you know basically big enough to do his own shit now. You don't need to be carrying him everywhere. You can be using the the blades of chaos to like there's like a almost like a grapple yeah. mechanic. Um, which know, is from the old games. Yeah, so it's 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 definitely different than 2018. Um, 
the latest thing that we saw is that the to do just a kind of a more casual playthrough is said to to run you around 50 plus hours and that one reviewer for i think this was from ign was was undertaking a hundred percent run was not finished and was already at you know seven yeah because they have to write their they have to write their hundred percent guide before launch yeah, and was doing a I feel 70. bad for those people yeah it yeah. sucks because guides like guide, I, do, I do that guide writing like pays nothing fun yeah and that that shit pays not pays nothing as well all that all that guide stuff is is not it's like the only it's we've seen like it from sounds other... on paper like oh like i get to go to work and play games like that sounds super fun until you realize like your job is to play games on like a pace but you need to do like everything and yeah it's stressful it's very stressful but no it's like we've seen from so many of these games media closure things that they're just you know consolidating their own content into just basically putting out guides and stuff and we hear from insiders that you know that type of work is incredibly undervalued by the companies themselves. They pay people like shit for the, for, for that work. And it's also not viewed by, you know, with, by their peers as being, you know, actual journalism. Cause it's not really but like <laughs> um, journalism is actual journalism. Mm-hmm. Real journalism is in podcasting. Yes. Real journalism what... is what we do sitting exactly. on my couch here at campaign comrades. Uh, but I know we're I know we're all super excited for God of War. Like, I know I'm gonna be purchased. You know, so probably excited. doing my pre-order soon, so I can pick it up day one. I hope to be able to try to start playing it soon, at soon thereafter. But again, I've got so many fucking games that are already in the works and have already been purchased. I can't. I can't. Like, you know, it's just it's the, Man, you know, the I've been trying to perfect child, this for right? years. But if I can, if I can get Naruto's shadow clone technique down, <laughs> so I can send one clone to work and then one here to play games on one TV and then one to play games on the the monitor, we might be able to get something done. Yeah. <laughs> when you perfect that, please let me know. Yeah, Teach me your ways. Me. Yeah, you'll you'll do us all a service. One day we're just gonna open up uh, Zoom here, and there's gonna be four windows open. There's gonna be four versions of me. <laughs> All with their different takes. All you know, all all yeah. gotta be so all gotta be different too. Uh so while we're still on the Sony Pony Express here, uh there are there are rumors going around that Sony is courting a purchase of CD Project Red. Did you guys see that? Indeed, I, I think know. I sent it. That mm. it I haven't been up on my article this. game. Article one, stay up to date. There is speculation that that's why we had we just had that huge uh, unveiling of all the different project announcements that CDPR is doing, like the fluff their portfolio. Yeah, the the new the new Witcher games, the Cyberpunk sequel. Oh yeah, all to in hopes of bolstering their you know their damage stock price uh, for the eventual. I mean, there there is something intriguing, not to be a Sony pony here for a second, about the idea of Sony being in charge of the cyberpunk genre brand thing it does and like what they brand. could potentially do from a, a story yeah. perspective with that uh, ip and and in a in a strange turn of events i do actually feel like sony could probably run that place better than cd project red does in in the opposite of uh well 
I mean, they're just one of the last worse than CD Projekt. Yeah, my hesitation is still just that you know they're one of the last kind of major independent studios out there that's putting out actual AAA content. Yeah, Yeah, not doing it necessarily well, but that doesn't mean that I think that uh, it's a good thing that they would Uh, get. We need to hit Point Horizon. Uh, Mecha Suda Five One already called it. Ideally, some sort of like um, joint partnership would would probably be ideal. I mean, and Sony All I'm saying does is, that. if Sony it's not Sony, that. it's going to be Tencent. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we've we talked about that last week. Uh, you know, Tencent is just yeah, basically has no other choice currently. I mean, because again, even for Chinese corporations, demands infinite growth, and you know they're being curtailed, curtailed at home, so. They have nowhere else to go but, you know, foreign markets and foreign producers. So, yeah, that's that's not unrealistic. Uh, there has been lots of, st- of other Witcher news, though, coming out there. You know, we had all those all those drops, all those announcements. Um, we have a rumor that and a seeming leak from a UK retailer that the release for the you know, what was called next gen. Now it's taken so long. Current gen upgrade for Witcher 3, putting it at a December 9th uh, release. I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Now, even though I, I know... saw that and I was like, oh, good. I've been waiting for the the update to come out, you know, for either PC or PS5. I have both. Yeah, so like, uh, I I know I so I know it'll it'll impact the and will update the the PC version that I already own, but it kind of makes me want to double dip into the the PS5 version to f- make sure I'm getting the full you know any uh, addition to you know the adaptive triggers and dual sense capabilities. Yeah, that's what I'm excited for. I love the dual sense. And then they released that info that they're remaking The Witcher One. Yes. And I was like, oh good, then I just won't play Witcher 3 and I'll just wait for the Witcher <laughs> 1 remake first. I hate I hate you. Uh the yeah, the, the and under that release, under or under that announcement that they're remaking the first Witcher, somebody was like asking them, like, you know, when's the when is the you know the the next gen upgrade for Witcher 3 coming out? And they, you know, did had a, like a cheeky response with like a soon with a winky face emoji. So it like yeah, it seems to be yeah, Matt's doing the uwu for me. Uh, yeah, like that's <laughs> finger, finger, for finger me. Point. Um, is yeah. So that that's that's I think puts uh would would seem credence. to su- yeah seem to suggest that there is yeah credence lending credence to that it'll be you know December will be a you know a holiday a holiday release. Um, but yeah, this the the first Witcher is getting an an Unreal Engine five remake. I did, however, just cop the 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 free original copy on GOG on GOG. Yeah, this really. I think I bought like The Witcher one and two for like two bucks on a Steam sale at some point. Yeah, this isn't (laughs) like sure I have all of them as well. This isn't particularly relevant to a a conversation, but like we were talking a little bit about it. Um, with I'm a little bit surprised, Matt. That you, I mean. In some ways, I'm I pro- I think I can guess a little bit about your reasoning, um, why you're not like why you don't maybe use GOG so much. We asked I asked you about that when you posted this in the group chat, um, 
And I'm a little surprised in the sense that like they're supposedly like the leaders in the what's it called? It's like the DRM or something. I don't know what it stands yes. for, but the you know the the whole thing about where when you buy a game, you own it. You know that it's not tied to the storefront. It's not tied to a launcher. Any of that. It's basically you when you buy it, you could you know download it to a disc and it's yours forever. Um, I know you've said that that's why you like Steam is because they've made uh, claims that that's that that's how they'll handle theirs. Is there something technical around it, or is it just your OCD that you like to have things in the one the one yes. storefront? I, I don't like to have multiple storefronts that I have to sort through. I had a feeling that that's and, what it and was. And I have a Steam oh, Deck. <laughs> like if I have a Steam Deck, I want to be able to play the game across platform. Sure. However, I mean, we're not recommending that you do this or whatever, but there's plenty of things coming out that there are ways to get like the Epic and the GOG storefront on a Steam Oh, yeah. I mean, Steam Deck is a computer at yeah. like face value. Like yeah. you can do whatever the fuck you want with it if you like want to mess with Linux. I didn't know if there was a technical, like a, an actual, you know, tech reason why you don't do it. Like that you, you know, like, you know, no, you say, I just like, 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 like the, like the origin, like the origin, you know, launcher, you know, say that you're like, you know, that's just malware. Um, yeah. origin <laughs> that's, is malware. True. that's true. Fuck that up. But uh, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't doubt if you like dug through the code on origin, if it was just like spying on all the stuff on your computer and like <laughs> reporting back, like your like your uh, your personal information so they can like tailor games to you specifically. Uh, so, I mean, the, the process to claim this game though was, was, uh, was pretty easy, but yeah, that's the only reason I use yeah. say like I use Epic is like, I'll get the free games. Like I'll do it because like, I, I totally I know, understand. I know plenty of people who are like, Hey, Epic is giving them away. Like I'm not going to like, not, not going to turn, them. not going to, yeah, not going to turn my nose up at a game I was interested in uh, and get it for free. You know, for me, for free. Yeah, I just I just got Fallout Three for free on Epic. Um, I uh, I I have done one say I did I did buy games once on Epic, and it was just like the sale was just like too good to pass up. It was like I got eight games for less than an average of like three dollars a game, and the only reason it was even that high was because I. This one does bug bug me. I bought Control, and that one was like twenty bucks. But then now I could have now accessed it for free with cost of subscription on PS Plus. So that one annoyed me. That one annoyed me a little bit. I have Control's uh, a cool game. City Skylines on Epic Launcher. Yes. I I remember you streamed City Skylines once. Yeah, a couple times. I enjoyed it. I like city planning. You like you like those those sim games, which there's a. You gotta look at, into some more information about it. There's a it's it's essentially a roller coaster tycoon, but new. It's nice. like a just a whole, a whole theme park creator. Okay, that was fun. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I have you know heard a lot. I mean, I loved Witcher Three. I have heard though so many you know things that like you know the first game is really good in terms of like you know its story and characters and plot, but like that it is very hard to play in its modern state. Um, so, I mean, I, here, here's a fun fact about The Witcher One and Two: uh, they they are compatible on Mac. Wow! There it is. Huh. If you look at their Steam page, uh, yeah. they have the Apple logo there for compatibility. Wild. 
for me, like that's yeah, probably not a good sign. But it's 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 uh, some interesting it's some interesting gameplay. For I've like I looked up you know some YouTube videos on what it what they play like, and it's uh, it's interesting. We'll say that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm I sure will... that the remake is going to be just like Witcher Three combat with Witcher One story. Fair, but looking even better than than Witcher Three does. I am. No, I want it looking worse than Witcher One in yeah. Unreal Five. I'm gonna a true remake. Hell yeah! <laughs> I am going to. You know, I mean, like that's why I, I I wouldn't have necessarily with with this news. I would not have bought the the first one. You know, with any you spend any real money on it. Um, for the curiosity of being able to play some of it and probably not get through it, just to be able to compare. You know, when the when the new one comes out. Um, but you know, I got it for, if I could get it for free, hell yeah, why not? I'll do, I'll, I'll indulge my curiosity, uh, for free. There is more news happening that was just kind of some scattered kind of stuff going on around. Now we, we do have some kind of st- steady stories to pull through or some threads to, to follow. Um, usual. Usual enemies of the pod, Activision, you know, is going to act up and act in direct interest of their shareholders. There's a, a new labor complaint was filed after the. Yo, this their... is this is the same woman who said, "How am I right wing as I fight unionization?" Right? It's the same yeah. woman. And I forget she like has so her name is Lulu Chang Lulu... Maservi. Yeah. And she, so she's the current, she's the new chief communications officer doing a great job communicating, by the way, let's, let's, uh, I mean, I mean, in terms of, you know, the actual C-suite stuff, you know, she's communicating exactly what they want her to. Yeah. So yeah, she like, most of us be like, yeah, you're doing not the best job of, you know, like, you know, having, you know, putting out a, a, you know, a, a publicly friendly message. But you know that's not her job. That's actually not her job. Um, she's there to communicate the the desires of the the of, you know the, of the board and its shareholders. Um, but they, yeah, you know, there has been a, now an official labor complaint filed with the NLRB um, after she posted in the company's Slack a message uh, disparaging the union and and. Uh, all, all its organizers basically um but so, it's gonna so, get a lot of people in trouble oh yeah there is some his there is some history with her as well she like i think was an airbnb executive yeah i think um, you're correct man. i think she, she was at substack i think she yeah i think she's moved that's where around. she came from from here yeah, 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 yeah. amazing yeah that's and, even you know, worse we, yeah we all know what substack <laughs> you know is is all that's you know it's like how can i yeah. be right wing i like have been working for you know uh you know the publication arm for all independent right wing media um, and and like centrist libtards yeah so this this message which I will re did I did I actually post did I actually have the message here um, well she just basically she claimed in the message that collective bargaining is is a slow process and that it would keep workers from receiving bonuses or pay increases among other things. Which you so know, literally just holding that over their heads. Yeah, you know, if you unionize, we're yeah, gonna hold up. 
yeah, yeah. that's just a clear intimidation tactic um the you know so the complaint says that following these comments workers were unable to respond to the message they locked it uh at least fantastic that's even rep- better and able to reply by text they could only communicate with emojis um <laughs> The which the you know reports say that this message was met with negative emojis, which uh Ms. Servi later acknowledged, uh saying, I can hear the booing from here and have registered the disappointed dog emojis. <laughs> um afterwards, though, like after this is reported, she she made a she doubled down and made a, a further statement that I think I mean you would think, oh, if yeah, if these regulatory bodies or whatever had any teeth, like this would be a stupid move. But you know, she's in no danger here. Um, but she, she, you know, says unlike the CWA, the Communication Workers of America, you know, the the larger union that is representing, you know, that represents the the Raven Union, and they're the ones that are representing the the Blizzard Albany Union. Um, she says, unlike the CWA, we believe in open and honest discussion with employees about uni- unionization, mm-hmm. ensuring that team members have access to a diverse range of perspectives. Sure, your perspective is real diverse. It's, you know, the same, again, the same line that every fucking corporation God, and executive have, has ever used. Real diverse uh, talking points here. But the, yeah, just saying like, yeah, fuck CWA. They lie. They're They're the liars. Yeah. Uh, us. Why would we ever hurt you? You're our family. The the statement continues. The ABK are taking their belt off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and waving it about menacingly. So she says the ABK press channel on Slack is like a standard company newsroom, used to share updates with employees on a wide range of topics, including in this case, independent data from Bloomberg and the U.S. Department of Labor. ABK has the right as an employer and owes it to our employees to share where we stand on these issues. Uh, again, there should there are laws, but that again are incredibly weak and have uh, been eroded for decades. That basically, no, you you kind of don't have that right to to uh, you didn't your position. You, you didn't like, get to my favorite part yet, though. No, I haven't because no, it's like they're they're they sh- they are supposed to be. Uh, you know, barred from actually influencing workers' opinions on either way. Yeah, that's that's technically the law. They're not supposed right, to but do they're, that. They're not persuading. They're just making sure they have all of the facts from the include... independent third party Bloomberg. And <laughs> yeah. you know, it's it's important noted to noted know... noted unbiased uh, on labor issues. <laughs> Bloomberg, yes, yeah, yeah, and also noted that. If they keep going this way, bonuses and increased compensation just might not happen. Like that's an important fact to know. I don't that's not persuasion. <laughs> if I walk into your office and say, "Hey, I'm offering insurance. You have a big warehouse downstairs. You know, you make a lot of paper. It'd be really, uh, you know, a shame if there was a fire <laughs> in your warehouse, you know, and you're uninsured." You know, it looks like this place, you know, could fall apart at any minute. And as you walk out, you like kick something over. So yeah, beyond having the who, right who as an employer, like that? <laughs> uh, beyond having the right hey, as their employer, that's freedophobia. <laughs> yeah, that, that's stereotyping. Uh, I didn't say Mario was doing this. Maybe he is. 
the or the statement continues employees have many slack channels where they have expressed their own points of view as well so we gotta you know like we, we can't stand yeah, by and let, and let them, let them throw in organize the yeah uh all employees were clearly informed that they could opt out of the channel at any time. You don't have to, you don't have to hear our propaganda. Uh, we will not be intimidating into withholding facts from anyone on our team because of, a, because of a bogus union complaint, man. They're not letting us tell them about how bad a union is for them. They won't let us do it. They don't even hide their contempt anymore. No. Why would they? There's no, repercussions right doing so right the uh, uh and then like we see we've seen with you know say recent stuff like i don't they're not gonna see any pushback from the consumer either you know cod is still a money-making machine Tumor which which overwatch 2 still has a huge player base yeah which we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to both of those we'll get to both of those um but uh th- so that you know there's that um, we'll see. I, and yeah, don't expect anything to actually come from that. Just, just, despite, you know, the, the blatant, uh, you know, attempts at union busting. Um, Cause like we've seen in the past that they were, they were confirmed for the Raven union. Like they were, they were confirmed to have been found guilty of union busting tactics. Has yeah. They're just happened? continuing to has, do has, it. Has, yeah. has anything happened? No. And they continue yeah. to fucking do it because nothing That's happens. Why. Uh so yeah, um, yeah. So they they continue being shitty and shittier, and so they have they recently in the next story they 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 have failed, however, in their bid to squash the gender ah. discrimination lawsuit filed against Squashing it by the, the beef. by the by the state of California. So this was the suit filed in July of last year by what was formerly known as the Department of Fair Employment and Housing, which is now known as the California Civil Rights Department or the CRD. Um, the the state court of appeal has sided with the the CRD and allowed litigation to continue. The trial is set for February 2023. You know, they just nice. basically all it says, "Oh, the, we're, we're very disappointed in this uh, in this development." Uh, yeah, I bet you are. Because again, we don't the, want to be the held payoff we gave for the judge wasn't enough. Yeah. Next time it'll have to be more. But again, like think of like the this is like the the other major suit was like the one that they already settled last last year, and it's like. They what had to pay like eighteen million dollars? That's fucking nothing. That's nothing to them. Nothing. That's that's like, going into the the coin purse and grabbing two uh, two quid and yeah. dropping it on the street urchin. Quid. Well, you just you just meant we we mentioned both of them. Uh, Activision Blizzard have had you know two major releases now over the past month or so. We've got all sorts of shenanigans regarding Overwatch Two and Call of Duty. Um, well, let's start with Overwatch 2. There is <laughs> all sorts of stuff and complaints going on that too much to get into and to actually detail all of their all the shitty monetization tactics going on. The most recent one was is focusing on a, the high prices for uh, you know, packages of, of skins for the, the different heroes, but then there's also all the stuff about how you know, character all, all these characters that would have been you know, open to all players from the start in the original game are now locked behind, you know, grindy mechanics that can only be like actually bypassed by purchasing the battle pass and all that shit. Um, but Matt, what do, what do you got to say about the, about, uh, about this one? Cause I mean, in the past, in the, in the original version, it was skins that were, it's only actual post game 
monetization. That was the stuff that you had to well, pay for. In, in Overwatch 1, there were loot boxes. And you could buy packages of loot boxes off of your store. Uh, if you were on PC, you just did it directly through the game. If you were on console, you did it through whatever Sony or Microsoft storefront. Where you could buy groupings like one loot box, five loot box, ten loot box, fifty loot box type of deals. However, you also got loot boxes by playing games, uh, experience, get like gaining experience, um, winning stuff like that. That kind of offset the need to like. I never purchased a loot box. I had every cosmetic that the game offered when I stopped playing and I never spent a single penny on any of it. And like, part of that was like, they had to go through changes. Yeah. That's, that's, that's just from uh, being, having an unhealthy relationship with the game itself. Yeah. And just playing. Well, there was, uh, I think it was Norway, uh, was going to ban overwatch unless they changed how the loot boxes worked. So they like partway through, they changed it where you could no longer get duplicates. Like if there were items that you did not have, they had to be the only pool you were pulling from for each loot box. So each one became um, it became it became less like gambling. It was more about you would eventually fill yes, out the whole because it essentially game. meant that like oh if like an event came out like Halloween Terror, which you know that's the event going on currently, right. um, and that's what you the, would, that's what these you could that's get what your loot boxes there and just get the get the new event stuff like quick and then be done. Yeah, but that's what this uh, story is about, as far as I know. It's like the these current uh, skin packages for Halloween two, terror skins. Two, two of the new heroes. Yeah, yeah. No, that's the because uh, like legendary skins were always the thing that like people always you know hunted for out of their loot boxes. They were always like going into each event. You'd have like, ooh, like I want Junkenstein. Like I want Doctor Junkenstein, <laughs> or I want. Uh, I'll junk you. Uh, I want uh, Cthulhu Zenyatta, or stuff like that. And now what they've they've essentially realized is like, oh, like that's what people want. So like that's where we're gonna heavily monetize the worst. And now you're getting $26 for two legendary skins. Like wow, that's wild. Dang. That's like half of the price of the original game. Yeah, the original game sold for $50. I'm yeah, pretty that's, sure. That's fucking wild. Oh my god. That's oh nuts. my god. And 26 bucks Biden's America would, would have gotten you 25 loot boxes because it would have been $25. And in 25 loot boxes, you are guaranteed to get way more than two legendary skins beyond that. Not that I'm like, ooh, loot box is good. Like, that's the thing that kind of like gets lost in this whole discussion is people have been like, oh, like you, you want to go back to loot boxes. You want to go back to like no control over the things you're spending your money on. It's like, no, like loot boxes suck too, but they made it in a way that it was like not that bad and you didn't have to spend money to yeah, get You're, you're already making a concession there, right? That it's not that yeah. bad. So like, yes. it's absolutely fucking worse. Yeah. That doesn't, yeah. That doesn't mean I want something worse. Yeah. But, yeah. That's it's that's, yeah. yeah. 26 bucks for two skins and like the Halloween skins were the ones that people went the most horny over not to. I mean, we had like Witch because Mercy. Halloween is the most ho- is the most horny holiday. We know this. Yeah, like Witch Mercy was, I think, the no, first Easter. legendary Come skin on. they added. <laughs> so he has risen, and so and, and so is, so yeah. is and so has yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Pastels, man. Yeah. The other funny thing I've seen was that they're selling a a Pachamari keychain in real life. Uh, it's like a little onion Japanese thing. Yeah, I saw that one too. I saw that one too. Uh, 
for less than they're selling it in the game as like a gun charm that you could hang off your weapon off your real weapon that's no, there is a real world one that yeah you can put on your put on your ar-15 as you do as you do a uh, you know an, <laughs> as you open carry like an, F- an fbi-backed math shooting you know or with, just gun katas in your your uh, basement <laughs> yeah alone. you see i just carry it openly on my back when i go to like walmart or home depot or something like that to make sure everyone around me feels as safe as they could knowing yeah, that i'm there guy. to protect them so this you know the the predatory monetization that's nothing new doesn't excuse it we know that it's bad it's been bad it's just getting worse but perhaps the more disturbing story about overwatch comes from their pro- seeming problem with mo- their moderation tools they have you know, <laughs> the ability to do custom game modes like do they exist Appar- at all apparently not <laughs> apparently not the thing is that they kind of used to i feel like stuff like this was heavily cut down in overwatch one when they created the the game mode uh, creator so somehow this one got past their world their word filter things and didn't trigger anything but there was a custom game mode called sexual assault simulator uh, you know on brand for activation oh Blizzard, my God. You know? <laughs> absolutely yeah, on I was brand. Gonna say, this this didn't get moderated because someone at activision Blizzard was like oh man finally my game <laughs> yeah it's like you know man they I feel damn, seen i'm surprised that they didn't moderate it because it's like you know you they thought damn they thought of it first we got to cancel coming this. So, from so, inside the house yeah, so <laughs> the guy they named jesse mccree after yeah so i've got the i've got the, the thing broken down here um so the description for the mode reads is that this is a version 1.2 of the new and unique sexual harassment simulator. Find new friends, live a normal life, and give birth to a child. Yeah, live a normal life. That's 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 totally accurate. normal for them. Yeah. So when you enter the game mode, it forces one player to play as Cassidy, the the new name for formerly McCre- Jesse McCree. Yeah, the one named after the the sex pest who was fired. Um, so that's on purpose. Uh, so it forces one player to play as Cassie against a team of strictly female Overwatch heroes. In the top left of the screen, it instructs you to flash to knock down your victims, which refers to his that character's Overwatch 1 flashbang ability, and then says to teabag to fuck, which is written with spaces, seeming to get around the, the, world, the word filter. As you crouch, text appears on the top of the screen that says raping. Enemy heroes are then marked as pregnant and eventually... Uh, a Torbjorn bot is spawned to simulate a child, a little, a little dwarf. The, the, the dwarf he's, yeah, he's a little Swedish man. Yeah. Uh, so, oh my god, this shit is so fucked up. Burn that whole thing to the ground. All of it. You know what the crazy part about that is to me? These types of people are sick enough to know how to get around the word filter, so they've been doing this long enough to like test run through, like all the different ways to get around the the filter. Yeah, they're just like spending so much time trying to do this. It's it's really wild. Dude, just Ugh. go to fucking your Deranged. your preferred porn hosting site, type in your preferred female Overwatch hero. There will be 27 pages of porn. <laughs> President G, come save us and limit yeah. our video game time. Yeah. That would cut down on our ah. other problem too about there being too many games. Yeah take away the internet yeah, and we get we public transportation out of it like yeah win win real. let's do it yeah come here president uh, g come take uh, us 
So let's not give that story any more time and air time because, you know, fuck that guy, because it's absolutely a guy who is behind it. <laughs> and, and, and you don't the, know that. And fuck the people like, at you know, in the whoever is in charge of the moderation shit that are that stupid yeah, for real. That, that, you know, that that was even able to take place. All right. So we, we mentioned it. The the latest release, though, because because Overwatch has been on on the market for a month for a month or so at this point and you know it's it's not it's not looking good brev it's not looking good um but there is the the latest release just had its full release the day before recording here um but call it the new call of duty modern warfare 2 uh has released its campaign was available. yeah it was available mm-hmm. for early for those who pre-ordered so we were getting a whole lot of stuff um but uh let's uh let's talk about that let's talk about that campaign we've seen some some really interesting things coming out uh there we're we're doing the the real war crime simulation machine is 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 out and available it's basically real time at this point yeah i mean the 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 gap between when the u.s commits its actual war crime and it's now depicted in cod the gap is getting closer and closer so yeah, we we said this I think on stream to the point where they're going to start predicting and doing the war crimes, uh, uh, giving giving. No, you're just going to be controlling military industrial complex, game, but it's actually a a, a drone that you're killing people in real life with. Yeah, but it has shit like yeah, like you're blowing up schools with a with a drone. You're 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 doing the assassination of uh, I forget Suleimani's name, but of Suleimani, the Iranian general. It's like yeah, you're doing war crimes killing a assassinating a state a foreign state leader yeah but he's he's conveniently named go brawny um you're brony? yeah more like jabroni yeah you are you're doing things like you're on like the, the oh this one was fucked up you're they're supposedly meant to be like cartel people but like they're the imagery is clear you're you're as like a mexican special forces operative you are gunning down uh people who are hopping the border the u.s mexico border you're gunning them down as they're doing that um there's a character who it, you know it's it's you kill a quote-unquote terrorist who his like wife who is clearly a non-combatant is like you know cowering in the bathroom over his dead body and you know defensively you know grabs his, his grabs his weapon to like you know try to def- like defend herself and you know, hide in a corner, and the only way to progress through the level is to kill her. Um, there's a bit where you're again, you're back on the 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 border. You're you're dealing with some angry and armed U.S. citizens. I'm you. I'm you just glad you they've have, kept politics out of this. Yeah. Yes. Uh, noted non-political games, Call of Duty. The uh, yeah, you've got to. They're like there are some some civilians who are are fucking with you. Um, and are threatening like you know threatening you and you you are told to de-escalate the situation and what that uh translates to is pointing your gun separate their head from their sternum yeah that's that is that's what de-escalation means so like at least they're being accurate i guess at least they're it's we could say like yeah at this point they've turned it into it's yeah they're they are they're based by by showing how how fucked up and showing the real uh you know 
the real nature of you know police the our police state and the military industrial complex but one of the one of the mega i'm being, like, ir- I'm being ironic here i'm being ironic here. <laughs> but, but, you, but you know one of like the mega communist youtubers is gonna like come out with some sort of position on that that's exactly that point i mean even some of the reviewers have been saying it's like yes it's like maybe a little bit better than some of the other ones in showing and you know not showing that or actively trying to make some point of view that yeah these like you know that the you know the u.s military industrial complex and special operatives aren't like you know these clear-cut heroes and that there's lots of shit going on but it's still it's it's still just lost on their audience yeah absolutely even I just, think just I think wait it's for giving the Eddie him, Gallagher DLC. Yeah, I think it's giving him way too much credit to to say that that's actually that they're you know actually putting in some anti-war message because it's still about like yeah you got to do all these things in order to progress the game and like isn't it fun and cool to use all these guns to do war crimes? Uh, I think yeah, there's was, definitely there's definitely not a, a true anti-war message to. I think it's Spec Ops. The line might be. Uh, don't hold me to that. There's a game. It basically plays like a typical COD first-person shooter, but then like the ending is essentially dictated based on like how bad the war crimes were you committed, and you basically have to like reconcile with the fact that like your your credit scene is like the burned corpses of the people in the the village you napalmed and stuff like that, and, like not happy endings unless you you know yeah. choose More accountability not to than in the real world. Yeah, but like that's why that's why I think it's obvious that this isn't like there is still not a real anti-war message here because none of like the Call of Duty characters aren't gonna. I mean, talk how about much money how does Activision Bl- uh, Blizzard get people. from the likes of Raytheon and such? Oh, I'm sure they get tons of money from from the government and yeah, and there's probably how, how like, much personal information and because uh, like you have to give your cell phone number and stuff like that. How much of that goes to government recruiters yeah. for the military? <laughs> just, just sent to the. Based on like the amount of slurs you use in a lobby, and <laughs> like you're not gonna let us recruit on Twitch anymore, we'll find another way. They'll always find a way. I mean, dog, they they always got a promoted uh ad on Reddit, but now that the, for the Reddit the, incels, now that the full game and the multiplayer have released, there's now a you know, a very yes, depoliticized uh controversy going around some people are decrying the game's skill-based matchmaking (laughs) fucking whiners dude i don't get i don't get this i don't get this at all matt Matt, your former boy tim the tap man was the one who's like at the center of this of this controversy he's like because of the skill-based matchmaking like you you, you uh, want to know what i won't stream it he's like because i'm just getting bodied yeah, they, they want to play against people so much worse than them that they can feel like the best player in the world and because everyone they, sucks. Yeah, because they, they don't want to play fantasy. against people in a similar bracket to them. And this is the funny part, because sometimes they don't like to realize that they're bad players. Yeah. Like when you're playing against a team, you're like, oh, he fell off the map like three times. It's like, oh, wait, I'm in this bracket. The, uh I mean, people were seeing like, oh, like, but like, you know, Halo 2 and and the like, you know, never had skill-based matchmaking. And that was still fun, you know, and you could, even if you're, you know, on the losing end, you're still having fun. That was like back in what, 2007? Right. I think it was 2006. Close though. But I, I think it's, I, I do, I, again, I think it's funny. I mean, I'm not a multiplayer. I feel know, like multiplayer 
idiots, sorry, um, all have, they always have a complaint about the matchmaking. Well, yeah. So it's, you have to understand there's a hierarchy with multiplayer players. Uh, Of idiots. I need a better term for that. (laughs) Uh, A hierarchy of excuses for why they lost. You know, (laughs) cheating. Yeah. Bad connection. Yeah. Lag. I'm lag. Yeah, I got lag. Like, it is never, I suck or I played bad. It is always something else's like I had a coworker who played COD religiously and it would literally be every day I would come in and he'd be telling me a 30 minute story about how some guy was aimbotting through a wall and he could never win. And you're a saint for listening to that. Story. Just can't just can't cope with the we fact sure that he's cube. I could not yeah, can't <laughs> cope with the fact that he's old now. And like, you know, just the reflexes of the, you know, the zoomers are faster than than his so yeah you're, you're trying to compete with a cracked out zoomer who's mainlining fucking seven types of jewels and yeah, uh jewels and, and g-fuel yeah, yeah exactly yeah, that was a, yeah. straight up smoking lead and mixed. drinking lead yeah. yeah yeah this is see this is the difference between me and in real gamers is when i'm bad i'm like i fucking suck at video games <laughs> Yeah, not that the world is out to get me. Oh, yeah. you, you always the have to blame everything complex, else except first. when you're playing against the friend. Then it's obviously the friend was cheating, or like that. Uh-huh. That's that's fair. I when think you're my favorite would always player, be your screen looking. Your screen looking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My favorite right, complaint was right always no that. regs. It was like, no, dude, I totally hit the head there, and I didn't get a fucking register. Like, didn't register <laughs> my headshot. <laughs> Although you're seeing, an, you're seeing you're seeing in Overwatch that was ha- that actually was documented as happening is that the the hitboxes yes. were absolutely broken. You'd yes. like be shooting you'd However, be shoot in between the legs and you'd get a headshot kill. However, uh, again to bring it back to him, Tim the Tatman was a noted complainer about everything in matchmaking that whenever he lost, it was always oh someone on my team is throwing oh someone on the other team is botting someone on the Oh, the, the skill-based matchmaking is putting me in with diamond players, even though I'm a GM. It's like, Tim, you're a GM because you play with GM players, not because you're a GM player. Yeah, just realize realize that, you know, that you don't actually like these games, right? You know, just, <laughs> yes. Come, come to the realization that you don't actually like go, these games and play something out, else that you might actually like. Go out to the farm sim upstate and retire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's we yeah it's such a weird thing like we've we've talked about it and joked about it before but it's like yeah there's you know it's a real thing that you know people like will only play the one game it's like the sometimes it's the reality is that's all they can have time or the money to get into and to uh you know to stick with but it's like that they you know come back from their you know back breaking and mind crushing job uh, to play hours of a game that just makes them absolutely uh, insanely yeah. angry. At least, at least I'm playing Pokemon. I'm just playing baby games, you know, yeah. or Assassin's Creed, and the you know, just at least for a majority them. of my Overwatch career, I was winning and not losing. Too special. <laughs> just the the man who climbed flex. the ladder. So I, I actually kind of lost track of what our time is at now, but we do have one one little. Yeah. yeah. So let's 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 see if we can get this discussion in in ten or so ten or so minutes. Um, big tech is shitting the bed, big time. 
all across the board. I saw a piece. <laughs> I saw a piece the other day that Meta has lost somewhere near seven hundred billion. Seven hundred billion. That's insane. Meta's that's, wiped out their gains from like it was like two thousand seventeen. I think in terms of stock value, it's incredible. So I mean, that's just a little one. That's just again some perspective. That's just a pinch. Microsoft uh, announced that its profits are down fourteen percent in total, claiming inflation post-pandemic slide <laughs> you know all these are seen as factors leading to lower pc i sales. love when i get blamed for their problems can i can i just i want to this is my take on this you're losing fucking profits because you're jacking your prices up claiming inflation and just fucking price gouging across the economy not just you know video yeah, game absolutely. makers or all whatever. these things are all and these, then just all these blaming it on inflation artif- it's fucking all crazy. these things are are artificially created you know say so like inflation Dude, my, my, is, a, is a process like that has been created by the the, the choices of corporations yeah th- this is just a quick side but like this like midterm cycle election no, I'm, cycle pr- I'm pretty sure brandon himself my... decides inflation yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he presses been, the button he presses the yeah. it's been breaking button. my it's, brain it's, it's time the to economy and inflation are like the number one topic yeah um well yeah so, because you know, record the things that directly profits. affect people are going to be the things that people vote for and like that's how you mobilize a bunch of people is you just talk about how they're not getting uh how their money isn't going as far as it did a year ago how brandon's just fucking you how Brandon every day wakes up, goes over to the inflation button, and gives it an elbow jab, and then two thumbs up. Uh, yeah, so Microsoft is suffering because you know no, lower PC sales mean you know hit to Microsoft's profits. Uh, but uh, there's been some now contradictory uh, statements <laughs> coming from coming from Daddy Phil Spencer. Um, he mm-hmm. he has made the contentious claim that video games are somewhat resilient to economic weakness. Um, you know, a claim that is being disputed by many analysts as not being true. Yeah. You know, what is it's not? There's like, there's <laughs> like, it's basically, it's like, uh, uh, cinema. And I forget there's one other one that is largely understood to be, uh, the marker of recession. Re- 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 no, just recession proof. There are very few things that are actually recession proof. Um, there's some things it's like, yeah, because like the people will still go see movies because booze, yeah, it's because their life sucks, and it's just like I need to, I need to escape reality and all. It's, yeah, it's vices. It's it's vices. Gambling and booze often in, continue to do yeah. well. Uh, so yeah, but all this stuff is then contradicted. Like so, it's like the day later, he also said that Xbox price hikes are probably coming, but. But after holidays, after the holidays, he's given us that. And so, yeah, so much for Game Pass is already you, you, struck, you know struggling is? value proposition is what I is after the holidays is trying to poke people to be like, if you want to buy them cheap, buy them now for the holidays. But it's like, yeah, so that's true for the console for your one time purchase at the time. But this is also going to hit Game Pass. He's saying that it's going to hit subscription things as well. Um, Better fucking and, and anyone with a brain new Game Pass's price was going up. Yeah, he uh, particularly with this next bit of news that they have for the second year in a row, despite making billions uh, and 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 taking it something like 17 percent of their pro of their overall profit. Yeah. Um, you guys discussed that in an earlier episode, the one that I wasn't here, um, but that uh, despite all that uh, Game Pass has failed to hit its subscriber goal for the second year in a row. Um, 
it is they I mean their growth goal is fucking insane. It's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Seventy three percent growth rate was their was their target number, and they only hit twenty eight percent. Which they they say which I, they say it's because you know they've largely kind of saturated the plateaued console. on the console market. Yeah, it's that like you know and they've basically got anybody who has a console who is remotely interested in it probably already has. They so that's saying, also them essentially making the statement that. Uh, the people who are buying it, like looking at it from a f- wider perspective, they're basically saying that the only people who are buying Xbox consoles had Xbox consoles, so they already have Game Pass. Yeah. So he, Phil Spencer, in this, it was this kind of wide-ranging interview. Um, he framed Game Pass as profitable but limited; that it accounts for anywhere from ten to fifteen percent of the company's overall content and service revenue, which includes gaming, and that's Microsoft as a whole. That's a big percentage. So yeah, Daddy Phil is just making all sorts of 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 but, wild. But Phil claims. said he would never raise the prices. He said it just as recently as September. Yeah, he would never yeah. lie to me. He's my yeah. friend. <laughs> and this There's is why be a, a ad supported model uh, version that that it'll be the same subscription price. So it, I man. can't wait for ads while I'm gaming. The uh, the daddy Phil who never lied to us is why I know that you having to have everything on Steam had to be OCD because I, I know that you're, you know, you would not believe that Steam is actually going to, in the end, give you access to all your No, games. I just trust Steam storefront more than the other ones because it's been around longer. Yeah. And that's the one I've used the longest. But like the, the daddy Phil stuff just like wild to me. Because there are people who take everything he says at face value and just gulp it down. And it's it's just it's, look, it's look. clear it's clear that I mean one that they have contempt for the console base. You know, it's to be like you you fucking scum, you slime of the earth. You know you've never you like have never supported us to the level that we need on on our consoles. So we're just going to fucking aban- <laughs> abandon. We'll make you, you games know. and you don't support us enough. Yeah. So fuck you. You're not going to get any more consoles ever again. We're just going streaming. We're just doing mobile games because in that same interview, he's saying like that the Activision deal is all about it's not about COD. It's about mobile. He's like, basically, it's like it makes them so mad. There's like when you think of three billion gamers playing mobile things that like we're just not tapping into, uh, you know, like that we're only we've got like a, you know, paltry like 200 million or something, you know, on console and that's it. You know, that's those numbers are incredibly there's an incredibly wide margin between 200 million and three billion uh so it's like that's that's what we're going like we are like they're 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 basically saying it's like no we want to make we want to make fewer and worse games uh so so give us your money Um, i mean they've basically been doing that for the past five years anyway they're not putting out games that's their other that's that's the other thing that's saying like why yeah why we're gonna put out fewer games it's not not hitting literally wait yeah, you put out zero. That, you you yeah, can't put out negative yeah, games. You You're just taking games away from me now. <laughs> oh, you but guys wait, don't like I'm... Halo Infinite? It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> it never existed. Bye. Goodbye. Wait a minute, though. Starfield's supposed to be out in less than a month. I haven't seen any sort of fucking marketing on that. There's what? no there's no firm date. That... There's no firm date yet. There isn't? No, it's 2023. No, that, that's in the summer... Uh, no, there's summer spring 2023 i don't even know that there's that uh, i don't even right, know that, it's I that. I've, that i've heard early 2023 that's it 
Okay, yeah. Okay. No, right. No, there's no firm date Red, for that. Redfall. I'm a dummy. I'm a dummy. Redfall I'm a is dummy. the one that's closer, and I think Redfall is March. Yeah, but okay. still, nothing. There's there is no date for either of those. <laughs> yeah, we've seen, they, they've been radio silent since putting out fewer since games. Those. So Starfield's coming out, right? Right. <laughs> Padme yeah. meme. Yeah. yeah, but like, yeah. So that's just a big reason why they're just you know saying like you know Game Pass is not is is not meeting its goal because uh, you know people are calling bullshit on their already tenuous uh, you know value price. I still want to know if they, if if they that, up the price. Goal... If they up that price though. It's just like to me, it's just like you know that's unconscionable. It's like you know you're already not you know well. It's, it's already not. How much it. of that goal is free stuff they gave away? How much of that goal is three months for a dollar? You know, I'm starting like, yeah. I mean, they, they we know from from filing data that it's still that it is still making money. They are oh, not absolutely. losing money on. I it. just think that they they, they purposefully don't release Microsoft. numbers on on how yeah. many subscribers though. Yeah, Microsoft is very good at manipulating how they say things. That's that's what like like uh phil is being praised for it's like i there was a piece that i sent earlier today and i we're running out of time and i don't want to like look through the whole thing again but it's just saying like oh he's being very savvy in the way he's contextualizing the gaming business uh you know to make it look like you know that they're you know that they are and we've talked about it's like in their whole self-negging kind of look at it that that that, rather than being so like we don't know how to do anything basically like if not the largest one of the largest you know just you know tech companies in the world you know that they are the underdog in terms of the gaming sphere that like that they have no presence in mobile which is the fastest growing and most profitable uh you know sony has more has a larger install base than us um you know we don't make as good games or as many games i I do like i do like how he spins the fact that their previous console generation was such a step backwards from the xbox 360 that that's now a good thing for them yeah (laughs) like we we lost so many users like we're clearly we don't know what we're doing yeah look how bad we fucked it up All right, so any any final thoughts before we we do plugs and get out of here? Fuck Phil Spencer. <laughs> I mean, fuck them all. They're all fucking all these companies. No, are, I'm a Sony all, pony. I only hate Phil rule, Spencer. Say Jim Ryan is also equally ghoulish. Um, nope, Jim Ryan gobbles. Yeah, he is. He is definitely a gobbagool. Um And everyone knows that Masahiro Nintendo himself. Uh, <laughs> Would yeah, never he, get okay. tied down in shit like this. I love yeah. that Nintendo's <laughs> just kind of been silent the whole time. They don't. We've always talked about it. They don't have to. They, they don't they, use they, COD. They, they simply don't need to be. Uh, that's the one thing that. Speaking of Nintendo and and Call of Duty, though, it's like in again in this interview again, they're saying like we're not tr- we're treating Call of Duty like Minecraft. We're not. We, it, it's against our interest to like you know limit it to you know only one one place. We'd love to see Call of Duty on Switch. Uh, I would love to see how that runs. <laughs> I do. I too would love to see Call of Duty on Switch. I think uh, before the before Starfield got moved, there was a meme going around of like it was the Godzilla and King Kong like fighting on the battleship yeah, and, of and the, God the, of Ken, War and Starfield and Ken Watanabe. And then it was the Doge bonking in. And it was Nintendo with Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Okay, I didn't see. It that was like gonna sell more than both. Let's say for me, it's the, Phil, it's, it's the Phil Spencer, 
it's the Phil Spencer, uh, Jim Ryan, you know, uh, battling and just, you know, yeah, us, duking us, out and Nintendo. Us, or, or no, I, in this case, it's us as Ken Watanabe. Just let them fight. Yes. Let them fight. All right. Nintendo's folks, just chilling yeah. on the sideline. Like, oh, I guess we'll just keep releasing. Like, oh, here's Mario Rabbids. Here's Bayonetta. Here's Xenoblade. Which, like, we'll just keep it, releasing it games. It pains me. It pains me to say it, man. The rare. Start and end it. Start and end the pod. Yeah. It's, on... the, it's the rare Ubisoft W. Like, they are losing yeah. money too. That was the one thing that we had that was if we had time and we don't have time. But we do love to see that they're losing money. Um, you know, hopefully they. I mean, it's, they... A, it's an Ubisoft W because Nintendo saved them from themselves. Yeah um from what i understand though it's like what is it? it's it's like ubisoft milan or something it's like one of their good yeah. actually good studios uh yeah all the french ones get rid of them that's the italians you know <laughs> so much better actually fuck northern italy fuck milan anyways i'm southern italian <laughs> <laughs> italy will rise again yeah all right uh naples, plug kingdom of naples plug plug time uh follow us at twitch or follow us on twitch at twitch.tv slash campaign comrades follow us on twitter at campcom pod we're trying to be more active on twitter it's tough it's hard i've got i've got say twitter is a scary place right now, even man. me who has the oh, most yeah. time who has the most time i it's like literally a full-time job uh you know trying to like stay up to date we need, we need a social media intern that we pay in like tiktok views or something yeah, <laughs> uh but yeah so pay them an exposure um but we will uh we will see you later. We'd love to see you come join our uncut comrade streams on Tuesdays where we talk about all the stuff that that didn't uh, make the cut for the pod. Uh, yeah, we'd love to like you know start a, a you know a more engaging conversation with you, the listeners. So uh, you know come on by. We'd love to have you. Um, but till then, uh, good night and good gaming. We love you. Bye bye. Bye bye.